5: 20.com.
4: Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.
6: Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional grade blades, Say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb, available at Walgreens.
7: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Eating While Broke. I'm your host, Colleen Witt, and we have a very special guest in the building personality of personalities, Mouse Jones. Oh,
3: you said special. Start looking around. I was
7: excited. Yeah, you are the special guest. Yes, yes.
3: I like that. Thank
7: you for having me. Yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit more about you.
3: Well, I am Mouse Jones, aka the man that puts the juxtaposition, in Aka one third of the guys next door podcast. You can find on Apple or, or wherever you listen to podcasts. One half of the What Hip Hop Question Legend list with uh Nyla Simone, D Block, A King, I see y'all, You Catch us every Monday. Um, but what I love most, the host of Trap Karaoke. We in your city each and every weekend. Um, I do a bunch of other stuff, but you know, that's the important stuff. Yeah, you're
7: stuff. you're a mover and a shaker. So guys. Mouse had to go through a lot to be here, <laughs> okay? You're you you you're originally from New York? Yeah. Okay, no so yeah, he came from my hometown city, yeah. New York. Uh flew
3: from Brooklyn this morning. Yes,
7: and I've been trying to get you on our show for, um, what? I made a mental note I wanted to get you for the last six months, so I like shot since my shot. Yeah, right? since, since, we, since we met. Since we met at uh, the,
3: the, the podcast black. festival yep. last
7: year. Yep, and I, try, I shot my shot, and I was trying to be respectful to you. I was like, I'll oh, come to New York, and then I was just like, man, it's... It's not going to be for a while, and you you came to L.A., so I'm super happy. And then, of course, we're discussing your broke dish, and that's when my happiness faded. Can you tell everybody <laughs> what it is you're going to have me eating today? Us eating today.
3: Yo, I didn't know it was—I I, really—I know it's about me, but I want to interview you. I want to know what you have against this. But my broke dish, when I was dead broke, I'm talking about I was damn bad. No money in my pocket. All my money was gone. You know, fresh out of a divorce, sleeping on my brother's couch. Two, day, two times a day, I was eating a peanut butter and, uh, and banana sandwich and oatmeal.
7: I saw that DM. You saw my response. What did
3: yeah, I say? I slept. said, I absolutely.
7: Like, I absolutely hate your meal. And I was I like. absolutely hate your meal. Um, there's nothing about this meal that looks exciting between the oatmeal, the peanut butter without jelly. I mean, the only thing that's decent is the banana. So but the
3: peanut butter and the banana is like a mm-hmm. like a marriage.
7: Yes. So the ingredients for your dish are.
3: We got oatmeal right here. Mm-hmm. We got some sugar mm-hmm. right here because you need the sugar. Now it was a great thing, right? And when I wanted to switch it up, spice it up a little bit, I would put the sugar on the peanut butter and banana sandwich. Sugar
7: man, sugar. I'm so glad I wasn't broke with you, man. <laughs> I'm so glad I wasn't. I mean, I'm sure, you know, I mean, I've had everything from syrup sandwiches to some crazy stuff on this Yo, show. you eat syrup and
3: you're judging this?
7: Listen, let me tell you something. I definitely would never do a syrup sandwich again.
3: I, All right. This I don't is like, good, better. Well,
7: I haven't had it yet. All right. Okay? And then so you have the bread You, got you have the wheat
3: bread, you got the bananas, you know, and they got a little black on them, so you know, they've been in the air a little bit, so mm-hmm. you know. you got some seasoning to it, got some life to it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You don't want no virgin banana. hmm yeah.
7: I'm actually and then you have your peanut butter. Got your
3: peanut the Jif, the creamy. You knew. Y'all yeah, knew what time it was. You so, know what I mean?
7: I was gonna ask you, are you a creamy or you're a chunky?
3: Nah, I gotta be creamy. I don't so funny. I don't I'm
7: I, am I the only chunky person? Yeah, that's crazy. I love it.
3: Yeah, that's nuts. I, I don't, no pun intended. Like, I don't understand that. Like, I want, if I wanted something crunchy, I wouldn't eat a smooth thing.
7: I guess I, um, ever since Snickers came into my life, I think I switched over to the Nutty team. <laughs> anyway, start making this oatmeal. I see your water's boiling. I bet. Um. Side note, guys, just so you know, we were discussing, like, does Mouse uh, eat, uh, does he make his oatmeal from scratch? We you know. actually brought from scratch oatmeal, but I guess be. Mouse and I both agree instant is the only it's way just to go. It's the only way to go. Instant is the only way to go, and um, so we're gonna be making for the first time together, ever, <laughs> ever oatmeal from scratch. Um, I think yeah, the other red. I would go with the or, red one. I think the red one. Red one. This and
3: is like you spread butter with.
7: Okay, you do what you. No, no, no. You're, the chef. You're, no, the, you're chef. the chef. you're the chef. You're so the chef. This you. is your broke dish. So what was going on? You said you were divorced, but what was going on at the time when you're eating peanut butter and oatmeal? And this so, was a package deal, right? This yeah. is what you ate together.
3: Yeah.
7: Oh my yeah. gosh! So glad I wasn't broke with you. <laughs> so all right.
3: So what happened was, you know, I got I got married at a young age, so I got divorced at a young age. Um, and when it happened, you know, it's a uh, it's unfortunate when two incomplete people get married. Right, when two incomplete people get married and try and like make this, I don't know what's going on. This Let's
7: Maybe you down. turn it down. Yeah, I
3: was about to say, I would turn it down. Uh, this one? Yeah,
7: Let's I think so. Over. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. will go will go the other way. The other yeah.
3: All right, because like phone? Okay. All right. But yes, so so like I'm saying, so when two, you know, they don't know how to break up because you don't even really know how to come together, right? So, you know, the the breakup was, I don't say ugly, but it wasn't, you know, nice. So and at the time, we broke up over, you know, the thing I wanted to chase in life, which was my career. Um, you know, I had to spend a lot of time doing what other people wanted me to do, doing what seemed to make the best decision. You know, I went to the military, came home. You know, I was in the streets. Um, every couple of months, you know, my family would try and get me out the streets. So, you know, give me a job doing this, give me a job doing that.
7: When you say in the streets, what were you doing in the streets? I
3: was robbing niggas.
7: Oh, you are robbing. Yeah. Okay, got it. And so, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's good. I think I got it. Ooh, hoo, really? Shout out to me, boy. Hey, it looked like
3: the old man. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, yeah, so when I finally found it, uh, you know, through all that time, I'm married. And, uh, you know, shout out to her. She was a rider because everything, every stage I went through, she was with me. So, you know, when I wanted to be a stand up comedian, mm-hmm. um, well, I met her doing that. So, you know, I wanted to stand up, she was supporting it. You know, I want to write. You know, I want to take two, three months and write. Uh, uh we call it uh, um a book, a web series. Oh, okay. I want to write a whole web series. Took two, three months. Right. We also, you know, we got two kids. I want to take two, three months. Right. Write a web series.
7: And she supported all supported
3: of it. it. Like when it was time to do the uh when it was time to do the readings and all that, she was right there. All right. Let's put it. Open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me Get it down. Turn it off. Right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So, you know, support it. Now, once I figured out what I really wanted to do, which, you know, I was just on the phone, my brother, one day we was talking, and he was like, yo, you should be on the radio with like Charlemagne and them. That's the thing about people in the hood. Like, people in the hood are like some of the greatest talent scouts in the world. Like, people who see you, they see you. Yeah. Like people in the hood, they see you. Like there is no fluff about it. So when he said that, he never said nothing like that before. Like when I was doing comedy, he'd be like, Oh, you funny. He'd support, you know, the, the he didn't really understand the web series thing, but he'd support that was the first thing he ever said, like, yo, you should do this. Like yeah. I see you doing this. And I in my mind I'm like, Yeah, I should be on her radio with Charlamagne," and then, but yeah. how do I do that? This two thousand
7: And you didn't have a connection to him at all at zero. this point, right? So it was like
3: two thousand thirteen, like
7: mm-hmm.
3: I'm in the hood. Like yeah, I, yeah. it was like, cool, I'll figure that out. Yeah. So you know, at, at around that time, I discovered podcasting. I mm-hmm. discovered the read. And this is early on in podcasting. Mm-hmm. I discovered the read. And from the read, I discovered, you know, Combat Jack, Brilliant Idiots. And then I was like, I could do this. This mm-hmm. I can do. And yeah, it, it doesn't seem to be st- such heavy lifting. So I did my, you know, I came up with my first podcast in 2014. He met One Mater's Club. And just was putting work in that. I write recording every week, getting it out, pushing it, pushing it. Um, My profile on Twitter went up. Um, you know, getting into it with certain people, who just sharing my opinion, you know, put me in a, so it can't, you know, then if you're doing that, especially in New York, you got to be outside. Yeah. You got to be outside, especially, you know, I discovered my love for hosting. Mm-hmm. It was like, you got to be outside and none of this is paying the bills. So, you know, you got two people, two, two. With kids. Two people with kids. And I wasn't smart enough to be like, hey, let's find a babysitter. So you could come with me and see this.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: It was like, I right, you home <sniffs> that I'm out. Yeah. So it became this contentious thing about like her versus my career. Yeah. Which I understand now as an adult. I didn't understand it then, I understand it now. And so that's what ultimately tore us apart. Yeah. So when we get divorced, I ain't got nothing. So I leave, you know, I leave the apartment while I and the kids. And I hit my brother, I'm like, yo, I'm just sleep on the couch. Cause in my mind I was like, I already know what I gotta do. I got to be as close to, at this time I was living on Long Island. I'm like, I got to be as close to the city as possible. So where well, I could just get to. Yeah, my yeah. brother lived in Jersey City. It's literally like 20 minutes outside the city. Yeah, if I, that. Yeah, I know where it so, is. So I was like, yo, listen. He, I didn't even have to say that. He was like, yo, bringing stuff. I'm talking about the saddest view you could ever see. Like, I got, I don't even got, at this time I wasn't traveling them, mm-hmm. so I didn't have no luggage. So all my clothes is in garbage bags.
7: Oh, wow, yeah.
3: And he picks me up. And I'm out there for like a year and a half. On this couch, just grinding every morning, wake up, eat this. And I would eat it twice a day so I wouldn't be hungry. Mm-hmm. So, my homegirl Chloe, shout out to Chloe, she was, had this running joke for years. She was like, Yeah, whenever you see mouse, you don't eat. And I was like, I'm not hungry, but I'm not hungry. I knew I ain't had no money to yeah. not eat. So, I made sure I ate food that filled me up throughout the day. So, that's where you had the oatmeal, you know, oatmeal. This comes from my grandmother, you know what I mean? Like,
7: we got to, we got to. Nah, that you are put you gonna put sugar in, in it? Yeah. yeah. Put some sugar in Before it gets all like soft or hard. Nah, you need okay? that. You need that. All right, serve it how you ate it yeah. so I can have the full mouse experience. Yeah, you gotta get that in there, you know what I mean? And it don't let so, don't let
3: my brother wife be like cooking. I see some brown sugar in there. We'll put some brown sugar
7: in there. Come on, boy. So I'm just curious because I'm going through something similar. So did your wife at the time, did she like take on the baby's full control? Like full full time while you were pursuing your dreams?
3: I mean she ain't had no choice to. You know what I mean? Like that's one thing about her that I've always commended. No matter where we stood, I've always commend that she's a rider. You know what I mean? She dig a feed and get to it. Mm-hmm. And so uh we're both like that. I think that's what attracted both of us to one another.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, outside of me just being absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when it came to that, you know, yeah, I'm I'm in Jersey. Mm-hmm. I'm in Jersey figuring it out. She's not. You know yeah. what I mean? She got these kids. So you know, I'm out here. I knew in my head that, like, I'm hustling for something though. Mm-hmm. I'm not just out here bullshitting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm out here chasing something. I know what I'm like. I talked about it on my on, on guy next door a few weeks ago. Like, I know what the end goal is, right? Like, I've spoke to God. I've, I I trust in God. I know what I know what the end goal is. It's that journey in between that's the rough part, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's what it was, and I was at the beginning of
7: it, mm-hmm.
3: and nobody seen it. No, except my brother. Okay. Like, you know I'm well shy. she
7: kind of knew what was going on too right no so.
3: i i don't i don't i I don't know you know we've never had that conversation, but I'm pretty sure she, she no one at that time was closer to me, so I'm pretty sure you know being that close to me, you know exactly you know what I'm
7: yeah, because but this yeah.
3: talent that is talking and you know speaking and communicating with people orating or and uh you know telling people stories and 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 you know doing this very face to face type of thing. It's new. It's rather new, right? Like before, there was a barrier, right? This was the barrier, right? Like we would be home, we would watch the people on the screen, on the TV. And there would be like a 12 million mile separation because you're like, oh, how do you get there? Yeah. Because at that point, but I I smelled it. Mm -hmm. But at that point, when my brother said, hey, you should be on the ramp, I'm
7: like, what are you talking about?
3: It wasn't until I released that podcast and I started seeing people from Australia, seeing Mm -hmm. people from Mexico. Seen people in Africa, seen people in Dakota, Texas, place I haven't been. Yeah, yeah. Reaching out to me like, yo, when you said this, this was hilarious. And by listen, by no means was that first podcast anything that somebody should uh go back and listen to and to, and, and feel like they get to know me from that. We was ignorant, it was it was the wild west back then. Mm-hmm. But it was connecting with people. You know what I'm saying? And that's when I started getting a taste like that twelve million miles just got shorter. Okay. just got shorter. And then I'm reading a lot and I'm reading, you know what I mean? I'm reading Charlemagne's book and I'm reading L.A. Reid's book and I'm mm-hmm. reading Angie Martinez's book. I'm listening to Combat Jack. And it's like all these stories of people that took the unorthodox route. Mm-hmm. People that believed in their talent and got to where they had to get to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There yeah. was no formal training. There was no school. Mm-hmm. So now that 12 million miles just went from like 8 million now it's at like 4 million. Mm-hmm. I'm like, alright, well, every... And then I just always knew, a lot of people talk about confidence, especially when they describe me. I don't have no confidence. I tell you now, I'm not a confident person at all. I'm an honest person. I like that. I'm an honest person. So if I'm the best, I'm going to say I'm the best. I'm not going to wait for you to say I don't need you to. I know I'm the best. Uh But if I'm not the best, I'm going to shut up.
7: Yeah.
3: Fall back. I'm going to get out the way. Yeah. So if you hear me say I'm the best at something, just know I know I'm a thousand percent sure. And anytime I get an opportunity to prove it, I'm going to prove it. And that's what happened. I started getting opportunities to prove it.
7: Okay, so what was your next big milestone?
3: Um, I would say the so I would say from my brother's couch the first big milestone.
7: And you were you were homeless officially. Yeah, I was, yeah I you was were homeless. homeless at this that is point. your I'm meal. And you're still pursuing your dreams. I had to. And you're not making any money at Zero. this point, right? Zero. Because I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, in the beginning, usually it's you know the first couple of years you're yeah, not no, really I'm, making nothing.
3: I'm right? Not making no money.
7: And like, there's no side gigs, no side hustles. Put, Are you still robbing, or no?
3: Uh, yeah, I was. I was. My brother, my brother, <laughs> my brother used to liken it. He'd be like, "You a robber with a heart." I went from just robbing niggas to like robbing niggas all like, you know. Still got kids. Still got do you know do what I got to do. So, I would I would go in you know if I see somebody lagging, all right, boom, coming up off that. But I just you I'm just, just sit
7: with me. I'm just take what <laughs> I, I need.
3: Uh-huh. I'm just take what I need. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I wasn't. Before, as before, I'm going. I'm taking everything. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm going. I'm just taking what I need. Okay. I, I know I got this bill coming up. I'm
7: just so. You, so if you saw a thousand and you only I only five hundred, I'm taking five hundred. Okay, yeah. You're you're a robber yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna say I was robbing only rich. Oh, no, nah, I mean, nah. see,
3: I never. I, yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't messing with civilians. You know, what okay. I mean, everybody I robbed was you know of a certain <laughs> lifestyle. <Yeah. laughs>
7: okay, so at what point do you? Ha- decide to give up robin
3: um shout out to my brother um shout out to my brother Vok. um my brother tax stone free tax stone um at the time tax was on fire Mm -hmm. tax was revolutionizing this podcast game He was on fire and um him and Voc both uh both good brothers they took me under their wing and uh i was wilding at a certain point you know i was getting into it with people because i didn't know where twitter stopped and real life began at a certain point because i'm like i didn't know that there was just, I didn't know that what you what certain people said on Twitter was just what they said on Twitter.
7: Mm-hmm. Oh, so it was like, yo, you, said this, like, oh, you said this, meet me in the
3: streets? So when I see you,
7: <laughs> I got that same energy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah.
3: didn't know it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I thought everybody who was on, you know, then you learn like, hey, not everybody. Listen, You can't you can't do that. But mm-hmm. I remember Vox said to me, you know, Vox knew what was going on. it was going to the street. Vox said, yo, listen, you can't have one foot and one foot out with us. You know everybody got you know everybody got jacks everybody used to do what they do now we're doing this you're going to be around us you got to do this and it was at that point i said i fuck it because i'm risking my life every time i go
7: out here yeah for five hundred dollars six hundred
3: dollars yeah. dollars.
7: yeah
3: five thousand dollars i'm risking my life yeah and i'm playing with an opportunity said, this is god given. yeah what i do is god given. i i'm I was said, it
7: an easy decision or a hard decision? Hell no! It was, it no, was...
3: Easy, it was no easy <laughs> decision. I was like. You man, were like, let so me funny. get
7: one more I lick. Prayed, <laughs> I prayed about
3: it. I was like, God.
7: The robber plant. <laughs> right, like, God, if this- <laughs> you don't
3: want me to do this no more, tell me because, God, if you want me to be broke. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm trying to gaslight God. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you don't really want me to be broke now, dude. <laughs> you don't want me to be all the like, way broke. I ain't bought no new sneakers in like a year. Like, come on. Uh uh-huh. Um, but yeah, you know,
7: so how do you stop doing yeah. it?
3: When I stopped doing it, that's how good God is. When I stopped doing it, the doors opened up.
7: And give me an example of the doors opened. So like up.
3: uh at the time, like when I first started, my the first big look I got was two. Shout out to um Heather Haynes. Um she's at where is she at now? You know companies change names so much. Uh-huh. But at the time she was at VH1. And I, at the t- I was I was hot on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Everything I said was funny and engaging and all that. Um, whether it was about music, dating, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember there was, a, there was a shoot coming up. They were doing a, a Valentine's Day shoot, but mm-hmm. for Side Chick Day, which is the 15th. Mm-hmm. And, they, and so <laughs> and they reached out and had me on there. I didn't even
7: know that till just now, yeah. but that's hilarious. And so
3: they had me on there. It was Side
7: chick Day, the fifteenth. I'm sorry, yeah. that's hilarious. Gone. So they had
3: me, a mm-hmm. uh, 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 burgeoning, uh, a little more than burgeoning, I would say. She was, she was solidified at this point. Mm-hmm. It was me, Cardi B, mm-hmm. Tag Stone, I think like a few other people was on the shoot, but like we were the main three. It was the clips that they were pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, she put me on that. Mm-hmm. I ain't get no money, but
7: it, you it know, helped
3: it your helped career a yeah,
7: lot. Wow. Okay.
3: I'm so. Talk- I promise you. Right after that, my brother tell you. Right after that. I could go to the corner store and get a, you know, get an egg and cheese sandwich <laughs> on credit. On credit? Not even on credit. Just cause the girl that the girl that was on the front, she was a little younger. Mm-hmm. So she thought I was famous because I was I did something with Cardi B. Oh my gosh. So my egg and cheese was, it was free. like on the house. It was on the house. She was like,
7: nah,
3: you got it. Go ahead. You know Cardi. Can you bring Cardi by? I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Mine, I never met her. Like I think we passed each other. Like we passed each other, you know, going to set. That was it. Um, and then I was on, you know, back in the day, there was uh, the show called Socially Decoded on um, what's it called? What was the site called? Global Grind. Mm-hmm. So it would be like just a breakdown of that week in Twitter. Celebrities would be on there reading tweets and all that. And I was on it like so often that people thought I worked at Global Grind. So then I started getting opportunities. Which paid based on that?
7: Wow, people okay.
3: thinking I was because I was on the show. So so you much.
7: were leveraging all day. I wasn't even leveraging. Yeah, they but were a, That's what I'm saying. Me. Like, yeah, acc- coincidentally it was, like, accident- yeah it was like accidental. That's leverage. God saying, "Quit, quit robbing, right? <laughs> quit robbing, right? Quit robbing."
9: Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic oracle.com slash strategic.
2: Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine for us. Wise folks. It helps protect.
3: I'm 19.
2: Strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk
5: may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com.
4: Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.
10: Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep
7: You to yeah, right. semi plate us and semi show plate. me show me what oh, these broke yeah, this meals oatmeal is
3: right yeah this is right
7: yeah. we'll see hungry. it looks so thick I don't that's know that's it's supposed to look okay. like you trying to be hungry serve me
3: what do you want to do you want to be hungry or you want to be serve me
7: these all right ugh, oatmeal boom
3: right <laughs> here you know that's how my grandma used to I'm coming to
7: you gonna get off camera to do that thanks uh-huh. thank you, <laughs> yeah, you this gonna... is the week of doing that <laughs> I
3: didn't want <gonna> to reach over
7: <laughs> oh thank you. Awesome. Um, I still got to put a a sandwich on here, right? Yeah. I'm going to put it to the side. Right there. I'm not going to eat that much oatmeal. I assure you. That's not even a lot. I don't like oatmeal. What? What's wrong with oatmeal? What's your problem? Shout outs to Jared and Katie. Is he messing up the shot when he does this? I am. He totally is, right? Oh, wow. Going right in front of the cameras. That's
3: crazy. Shout
7: outs to Mouse Mouse for not acting like a mouse.
3: (laughs) (laughs) See, now look. Now, here goes the crazy part. Now, this is when it's about to get crazy. You got to serve yourself too.
7: that oatmeal, too. I'm about to. Okay. I'm
3: about to get... Ugh. Okay, go
7: ahead. Thought I was going to go without. Ugh. Okay.
3: All right. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. Now, this is the thing. Mm-hmm. If it was just peanut butter and jelly, I don't know. Some people more like jelly, more like peanut butter. But we I'm already gonna, know where we're going, right? Mm-hmm. We know we want the, the bananas on. Here. I'm watching so you. you I have no seat, idea. Right? So, boom. Seats. You got to make a seat. Hold the, hold the bananas together. So, what we do... And typically, you know, because we on TV, I'm, you know, I'm moving a little out of order because I be really thinking I'm a fake chef. So usually I would have prepped the bananas first, chopped them up how I wanted to oh, chop okay. them up, you know.
7: But, you oh, know. And we only have like plastic knives. So a, good luck listen, with it. We're going to work it. Hey, listen. You so have you black you bread. put peanut butter on both side, sides? Both
3: sides. You got to hold it in place. Oh, my God. You out here I'm just putting raw.
7: I don't know. Raw I've never, I, have, I assure you guys, I have never had a peanut butter and banana sandwich. You
3: out here just putting bananas on raw bread you're living a dangerous lifestyle this is really good bread by
7: too. the way mouse you do know that eating while broke is doing a cookbook with a combination of all our broke dishes so your dish will be in the in good. the cookbook i'm gonna put it in the back i'm gonna put it right put there the with back. the syrup sandwiches
3: that's crazy because <laughs> i'm gonna start with
7: the brokest to the least broke <laughs>
3: dealing, first of all putting this next to syrup sandwich is disrespectful to you know the legacy of oh, peanut really? butter and banana sandwiches You know, a peanut butter now.
7: The legacy. I'm watching nothing but peanut butter. I feel like I'm going to need like a tall glass of water and Gatorade. I'm going to tell you this, right?
3: So this is why peanut butter and banana sandwich is so special to me. Because my grandmother, rest in peace, Nanny Jones, she put me on. My grandmother put me on. And so, you know, you come home from school. As Mm -hmm. soon as I come home from school, I have a peanut butter, banana sandwich, watch Power Rangers, and lie about doing my homework.
7: (laughs) And lie about it. Okay. All right, I'm I'm watching and learning. So he cut up the banana for all you guys listening, and he's cutting it into little quarters, little slices of oh, right there. Coins, right? yep.
3: Coins, that's the best way, coins. right?
7: Coins, banana oh. coins. There you go. You gotta go. get the
3: good spacing, cause you don't want to be all smushed and come out the sandwich when you take your bite.
7: Okay, wow. so he put six coins on his bread. Bow,
3: right there. Got that's it. a little extra.
7: Got a little get extra the, banana.
3: Joint. But I kind of like to have one. Mm-hmm. The banana one full. This is look at this is perfect right here.
7: You didn't even line up the the sandwich to. We'll do that. We'll I do, do that. that. I, I make that. sure they always line up. Yeah, I
3: be playing with y'all food I don't have all the no time. Right. Now see this right here. This is what I'm doing. Cutting right through it, equal half.
7: Because
3: mm-hmm. that peanut butter gonna get in there. Ooh,
7: awesome. Ooh, you see that? Show the cams. How you do that? Go hey, hey. hey, show them. That. Look at the inside of that. See the banana slices? I, I can't believe a, I'm
3: gonna. I eat. might open a re- rest. I'm going open a restaurant.
7: Please don't do it around. But let's see. Let let me stop hating on your you banana. Okay. Let me try. Let me try your banana. Uh. Go.
3: So, go. All right. You do
7: it. Uh, oh. all right. Go and take a i now. I'm taking the bigger half. Yeah, all right. We there go. we go. All right. Let serve get yourself. Some,
3: yeah, let me get some oatmeal over here. Cause... Nice.
7: Okay. Ooh, you hear that? The oatmeal. It's like so mac and thick. Cheese. I thought it. I like it when it's all soft. And you eat it before it gets cold. For what? All right. You ready?
3: I'm ready. You ready? Here we go. Will you guys say grace?
7: Um,
3: Father God, in name of Jesus, thank you for this food, back to receive. seed, for your body, and in Christ's name, pray. Christ. Amen.
7: Amen. All right. Welcome to Brogueville. we doing oatmeal first? Yeah, oatmeal first. All, All right. right. This is pack. Mouse's first time making real mm-hmm. oatmeal non-instant. Non
3: you hating. I can see it on your face you hating. <laughs> That's
7: good. Am I That's hating? good right here. It's actually pretty good. It's actually probably a little better than the instant, mm-hmm. to be honest, um, right? Um, no, I just like the instant that's apple, flavored. I'm an apple cinnamon kind of guy. You and I cannot be broke together. I'm all about the strawberry flavored one. I don't even, eat, I don't even like the apple, the cinnamon one. Mm mm. What's wrong with you? Why don't you like that? Mm mm-hmm. mm. All right, now get into this. All right, the oatmeal is good, and I'm not an oatmeal person, but I think it's because it's not instant and it's kind of chunky, and I like it. All right. Here we go. Mm. Banana
3: peanut butter. Mm. Mm. You want to hate so bad. Look, You want to hate so bad. There's nothing wrong with it, and you want to hate so bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let that peanut butter get stuck at the roof of your mouth a little bit. Mm-hmm.
7: Most of you guys are wondering why I'm so silent. It's because... She's about to hate. <laughs> because there's so much peanut butter and banana smushed <laughs> together, I didn't even think I could <laughs> I could separate my lips without <laughs> swallowing. Like, they, I couldn't even get a word out because it's so sticky in my mouth. I don't know if it's because you caked on way too much peanut butter or...
3: I put on two very light layers on each it's, piece of bread.
7: It's good, but you can't talk and eat this sandwich.
3: We speak for a living. You got to just,
7: you know what I mean? It's like training. Here we go. You it's got too it. hard. Look, you do, you're doing it. <laughs> oh my god. OK, I get this dish like a C plus. What? Yeah, a C plus. I'm That's starting crazy. to rate these dishes now, OK? That's crazy.
3: I don't think I the
7: banana's good, but. What got an A? The only. What got an A? Shout outs to Tim Shantarangsu. He had the mama ramen. It was like Thai ramen and it was out of this world. I went home and made it at home. What That's how much thai I like it. What else did I? I, it, I don't believe it was broke. Thai ramen. It's Thai. It, it was freaking good. I could've, I could've it was afford, egg, corn. I couldn't afford none of that. What do you do? Hot dogs? No, your dish by far. If I had to compare like syrup sandwich and banana peanut butter, sign me up for banana peanut butter. I'll take I'm just saying it's a C plus because honestly it's a lot of peanut butter it's super hard to talk with but it's good well, I will never do this again mm. unless I'm broke Listen, I bet you this I
3: bet you this when you're done bet mm-hmm. you won't be hungry to the mall you won't be hungry till this time in the mall
7: I'm gonna text you later like now hungry when I'm hungry <laughs> what time is it six o'clock you don't think I'll be hung- hungry? How? I know... So you're saying hungry? 6 o'clock tomorrow, I won't be you won't hungry? Be hungry to, you won't be hungry until at least
3: 12 o'clock tomorrow.
7: Okay, mm-hmm. deal. Gonna Guys, hold I'm not going to eat till noon, and I'm going to see how hungry I am. And if I'm hungry, you... I'm going to order the meal.
3: Whatever you're hungry.
7: Okay, deal. Trust you know me. what, ironically, as much as I say I hate it, the banana... <laughs> the banana... Bananas... She's tearing this up. <laughs>
3: she was talking crazy when I told the banana mother, is a
7: crazy. is a plot twist I'm not gonna lie
3: exactly mm. when my grandmother did the first thing, I said what are you doing? I was like yeah you don't know no better hey that's oh how This god is different and I and another reason I can still order I can still order these ingredients it's so easy
7: you lived on this for how how long
3: a year and a half 15 months yeah Cause so what I'm I moved in I moved the Al's crib I moved in the crib January?
7: No. How are you not drinking water after this dish? I did. I did. I, I said water. Like, dude, I'm I'm both. almost done with my water. I have peanut butter all up in everything.
3: Now you gotta let it sit you need it later on.
7: mm I'm gonna tell you what I think killed this sandwich.
3: What killed this sandwich?
7: You put way too much peanut butter on it. No such thing. Okay. And so let's um let me swallow. Mm. Mm-hmm. more water because this is just way too much for me to talk with. Mm. Mm-hmm. That was way too much. I'm sorry. I'm going for more. More water. Um <laughs> That was honestly, that was almost impossible to talk with. Um, I feel like I need to like swish my mouth. It's got so much peanut butter in it. Listen,
3: I don't think it was like that much.
7: it's not butter. caked up in the sides of your mouth? Uh uh-uh. Oh my Most of
3: a professional at this at this point. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't I ain't gonna lie, I haven't had this since 2019, 18, 2018. Wow, I haven't had this meal since 2018.
7: So let's talk your next milestones after you mm-hmm. stop robbing people.
3: I think the biggest milestone was um, it's, it's combined. So I'm getting these small wins
2: mm-hmm.
3: in between making some Trump change. I get this opportunity. Shout out to uh, Lenny and Treese. I get this opportunity to host this uh, this party, this mm-hmm. monthly party. For mixing brunch. Mm-hmm. And then in the summertime, we do dope barbecue. Mm-hmm. So I get to really refine my hosting skills because at that time, I'm starting at two and I'm going all the way to 11. Oh, wow. And then if they did the after, I'm doing the
7: after. Mm-hmm.
3: So now I'm not. I'm going from two to two.
7: And you're getting paid doing these? I'm getting paid. Not wow. A lot, mm-hmm.
3: But I'm getting paid.
7: Hey, paid doing what you love is enough. I'm
3: getting paid. And people are seeing
7: me and mm-hmm.
3: knowing what's going on. So when I, and I'm able to, not gonna lie, I'm able to ruffle some feathers because now the microphone's in my
7: hand mm-hmm.
3: on a regular. So now I'm able to ruffle feathers. Now I'm able, when I stand on that stage, I'm like, I'm the best host in New York City.
7: Do you think that you doing stand-up prior helped in your hosting? Definitely. Definitely.
3: Because I know how to find those pockets where to, you know, utilize the music and where to utilize the funding.
7: Okay, and then I just have another question. When it comes to that uh, stand up, uh, when you're doing the stand up, when now that you're doing hosting, does it make you have a hunger for doing stand up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, cause hosting ha- and stand up kind of they, they they're like cousins, right? Yeah, they're right? cousins. They're, they're
3: first cousins, definitely yeah. first cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think my the only thing I don't envy about comedians they have to actually perform I don't have to perform I'm walking out me
7: well I don't have to write nothing okay yeah I was gonna say yeah I was gonna say I
3: I don't have to worry about what room I'm in
6: Mm -hmm.
3: when you book me to do what you want me to do you know who I am you know Mm -hmm. what's showing up yeah and I don't have to be like oh like this joke Mm -hmm. and then that messes up the night because I got so much other stuff to go off of
7: yeah, I was I was gonna say the difference would be the writing. Like yeah. they're they're constantly you know, they have to come up with new materials and then mm-hmm. what practice a thousand times before they get the right timing on it. Yeah. So out of all the things that you do from the podcasting um to the on stage, mm-hmm. if you had to choose between the two, what? Uh
3: if I had to choose between the two. because they're like both Mm -hmm. such you know huge facets they're equal facets Mm -hmm. of what I do
7: well I guess because they both represent your personality they're like just two different mics right yeah but I
3: think if I had I mean you know Gundam I had to choose on stage you would choose on
7: stage over podcasting because I could do that on stage Oh, you could like. I could do it. I could.
3: I could run a whole live.
7: The know, only thing with podcasting though, it's like usually nationally syndicated and yeah, all that. Yeah, so that's
3: good. That's good.
7: But on stage, it's like we would only see mouths.
3: It's some about. It's it's some about those people and energy, and so and, and mm-hmm. you know, I, we laugh, we joke, you know, we 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 do all the you know the and I'm the best and this and that, you know. And I'm when I say we, I'm talking about you know our peers and everyone. But man, what we do is truly a service. And that's the way I look at it. What I do is truly a service to our people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Going into these very black spaces, sometimes we go going into cities who haven't seen or haven't had an opportunity to see a black show, affordable to them, in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I get to come out there and make these next four hours pure bliss. Make it worth it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think about it, when I think about a live event, I think about everything that went into it, right? So, you think about, you. you pay. you buy a ticket to come see me, whether it's the guy next door, whether it's trap karaoke, whatever I'm doing, that ticket might be fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Then you gotta go get an outfit. Easily you had like two hundred, two fifty mm-hmm. now. Now you gotta, you know, you get a babysitter if you got kids. Another mm-hmm. hundred down. You might take. You might be taking somebody out. Somebody taking you out. Mm-hmm. Another hundred, hundred fifty. You might this fifty dollar ticket might end up running you close to six, seven hundred dollars.
7: Yeah.
3: I gotta make it worth it. Yeah. And I love being able to do that.
7: I like your thought process in it, too. Instead of thinking about just the $50, you're thinking about their whole, what they're going to put into it.
3: You got to think about, I tell people at track area a good time, like, it took you seven Mm -hmm. days to get Mm -hmm. here. You had to survive Mm -hmm. seven days just to get to this night. Mm -hmm. Make it worth it. So that means whoever got on your nerves, Mm -hmm. worked. at any time you could have quit on this moment. Mm -hmm. Anytime. You could have allowed anything to be like, I'm I'm not Mm going. You came out. I gotta make it worth it. I like
7: uh, that.
3: And you don't get that with podcasting, you know. You don't. Yeah, and I love podcasting for a whole slew of other reasons, but you don't get that. You don't get that immediate gratification. I get to see it right here.
7: You, uh, do you look forward to or have you done the podcasting in front of a live audience? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. We did a lot of live shows. The uh, guys next door, we've done going on uh three or four. I think mm-hmm. we skipped the pandemic year, but yeah. Um,
7: but then with my other podcast, we did one every year. Three years. And do you coordinate it or do you, or someone else on your no, team no, does I it? I do. So I have never taped in front of a live audience, and I would love to. Yeah, hey, what are you waiting for? Do that. I would love to. Uh, Dolly. Dolly. Dolly's the reason. Big gang.
3: <laughs> Big gang, Dolly.
7: Dolly be like, slow down, Colleen. Come on, <laughs> slow.
3: <laughs> Sometimes you got to jump out there and do
7: it. That's how I feel, but I also, you know, with our show, it gets a little tricky, because we have talent, and we don't, surprise, surprise, we don't pay talent to be on our show, so I always get, no, (laughs) but yeah, we don't pay talent, and then I always worry, like, you know, we're an interview series, you know, and you have talent cooking this broke dish, and you know, talent may be like you know we're doing this in front of a live show. Yeah, now you selling tickets. I'm now, going in. yeah. So I think my show may be a little tricky. I may have to take a couple of the homies and be like, "You doing this for team?" You Why know. Not? But yeah, I think it would be really cool to do a live show and then like guests would be like yeah. eating the the same that would dish. Be fun. That would be kind would of fun. So like we're gonna we're gonna explore brokenness together. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, let's be broke together. Yeah, I secretly would love to, but I think I have a long ways to go. I have like a, I love how you embrace social media, which most of the podcasters do. Mm-hmm. I am a, a absolute yeah. hater of social. Yeah. Like when I say social is like.
3: No, I get it's it. If, if it. It's terrible. If it wasn't so for this, much I work. wouldn't have it. If it was, well, but maybe no, Twitter. I like well, Twitter, yeah, Twitter. I like talking yeah, on Twitter. Like Twitter. Twitter. Okay, yeah. Like making jokes or whatever. But if I didn't have, if, if this wasn't my line of work, I wouldn't have no Instagram at all.
7: Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same. But now I'm, like, forced into this, jo- join the rest of the world, you know? And it's funny because a lot Plug of my in. friends are influencers. Yeah. And they're, like, if you see the amount of work that goes into it, oh, their yeah. lives are, like, a full-time production production job. And they, let, like, have an, like, one of my friends is, like, if you want to hang out with me, the answer is no. If you want to work out, I'm here for it. But other than that, I'm I'm shooting. Right, I get And it. They're, just influ- they're just influencers, but they're working their ass off 24-7. It. And just watching their lives and watching the pressure they're under, they make good money, but that's a, that's a lot. Like, I'll never look at an influencer and think it's easy. Right, 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 right. So you've done the taping in front of an audience, so mm-hmm. kind of back to you. If you're doing your tapings in front of an audience, then you still wouldn't choose podcasting? It doesn't give you the same high? No, and you don't get that same high, mm-hmm. right? Like,
3: we're right here. And, mm-hmm. you know, thousands and millions of million people are going to hear this and, and watch this. But it's just me and you here. Yeah. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I love I love talking to people for a living. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, having conversations. But there's something about, you know, somebody introducing me, hey,
7: it's Mouse Jones. Mm-hmm.
3: And I walk out, and people... At this point in my career,
7: they get excited. Roar!
3: Yeah. 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 Or, you know, doing it for some years, you get humbled. And you come out there and they like, mm. And then I get to show you why. And the next time I show up, you're going to be going crazy. So I love that. I get that instant gratification right then and there. And then I get to fix it on the fly. You mess up in podcasting. You can edit. You, you not. You can edit, yeah. or you might not even know. I just until had that discussion episode come more. out. Yeah, yeah. You might not know. You're like, ooh. Bad, 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 bad.
0: You're my BP added more than 70 billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California, and starting up new infrastructure in the gulf of mexico it's and not or see what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com investing in america
2: got my prevna 20 shot it's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine for us wise folks it helps protect
3: i'm 19 strong
2: and asthmatic and at higher risk
5: 20.com.
4: Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.
10: Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious.
6: the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
7: I love that term, like, That's real, the term like real, like real life chin check. Real life chin like check. Like
3: somebody put their knuckle on my chin. No.
7: Oh. Well, well, yeah, you can talk about that too. But I'm chin checked. It's like when you've like ate, life. you 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 had a nice dose of humble pie. Like maybe, oh man, you know. every. But I'm saying, what was the last time? And what was that time? Like what was Everything. the time where you were like, ooh. It's ugh. so
3: funny. I said it earlier when we was talking about um the last episode, me and Mac um and Ryan did for guys next door. Um, it's just about you know us. Discussing and being vulnerable and discussing, feeling like we get overlooked. And I know people was listening at first like, Mouse, you host everything and you're doing this and you're hosting these big events. Mac, you're a successful actor and Mm -hmm. Grammy-nominated singer. What you mean y'all getting looked over? But we know the opportunities we want. Mm -hmm. And we know what we out here fighting for. And we know exactly when somebody or there's an opportunity that is not afforded or allotted to us. Yeah. So I get chin checked daily. I feel like I am the. If I feel like in this media space, I am like the black sheep. Like, right? I feel like I'm more or less the people's champ. Like, the people fuck with me. Mm-hmm. Them, them.
7: Productions. The production these, companies.
3: These, these companies are not fucking with me. So, you know, I watch somebody who. I watch personalities with gimmicks. You know yeah. what I mean? Get opportunities where it's like. I don't got no gimmick. My gimmick is I speak well to people and I get people to tell their story that, you know, and talk about things they would never talk about. Um, I'm somebody who, you know, I get the people going. Whatever I say engages the people. But, like I said, I'm am you know, like I said I feel like I'm the, I'm the people shit and these companies ain't really biting.
7: It's so funny you say that cuz I just shot with Orlando. Shout out to Orlando Brown the actor. Yeah, and of course, that's crazy. Shout
3: out to you for. I
7: let me tell You're you scared. something. I took my toddler on a plane and flew to Texas in like less than 24 hours and got the back, got back. So shout out to my toddler for being the most gangster plane passenger of all time. She's she's been on way too many planes. <laughs> um but one of the things that I thought was interesting that Orlando had said um, that one of my questions to him was kind of like, you know, do you feel like the industry pushed you out. Now, he's a child star. He's not like us. You know, he's, you know, his perspective's different. He's been
3: been here since he was three. Yeah,
7: but one of the things, it's funny to hear you say, you know, what you just said, but his perspective is, it's a job. And if the job, if there's no openings at the job or the job is closed, then that's just it. You go in, you do your job, and then you leave. Because it wasn't like you're being passed up. It's just like, it's a job. You you punch the clock. Yeah. You know if you work for McDonald's. So it's kind of interesting to hear you say it from your perspective, which is how I did look at yeah. it for a long time. Like you know, well, I don't feel like I'm passed up because I'm a baby. I'm just thankful I have an opportunity. But but I'm just saying, like it's interesting to hear his side of how he views it, and then yeah. you say passed up, but he's looking at it like no, it's not passed up. It's just well, I think it's two different jobs. You
3: know, it's two different um, lanes. You know what I mean? And
7: well, if you're me, saying me, passed up, yeah, is it well, though?
3: Well, yeah, because I've never been an actor. I've only done this. Mm-hmm. And I know that if you put me against who you put on this job, who's going to win every time? Me. I don't even get in there to compete. So now I got to create every opportunity from scratch. And I love this space. Mm-hmm. And God has blessed me that everything I put my hand to turns to gold. But man, that gets tiring. And sometimes you just want a producer yeah sometimes you want a producer and a dp and and have them deal with that and i'm just talent and i show instead of having to come all right well i like this idea and i'm gonna do this show and if i do this show to get this look and i do something i get tiring especially when i'm looking up and i'm seeing people that everybody knows i'm better than yeah how am i not getting that opportunity yeah oh this person just got uh, you know i mean oh this person got that you know, every time you got to, ce- me personally, every time I celebrate one of my peers' wins, it's, it's sort of like a chin check. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I celebrate all my peers' wins. The peers ahead of me, peers behind me, mm-hmm. peers lateral. I celebrate everybody win. If you my people, I love you. you win, reposting. Yeah, that's what we need. Mm-hmm. But then there's a chin check with that. And I don't know if a lot of people are going to be honest and tell the truth about that cuz they I was going to say that Sounded was like that's a, a lot of
7: honesty though. They, that's they, a lot of vulnerability to be honest. Be honest, right? Yeah. Like
3: you my people. Yeah. If this I know what you mean. Yeah. by CBS, I'm posting, oh, God, it on CBS is crazy. That's yeah. fire. Yeah. Go crazy.
7: I ain't on CBS.
3: I ain't on ABC. I,
7: f- I feel I'm like I'm going
3: back home to you know, I got to pack this bag and hop on this plane and go jump around on stage for the next 4 hours you know what i mean like yeah,
7: but i feel like the entertainment industry is kind of like a combination between luck talent right place right time and relationships like it's oh, it's all the yeah it's a lot of that a lot goes into that last one Re- well the relationships oh. Let me tell you something. I'll be honest. I would shout outs to Dolly.
3: Big Dolly.
7: (laughs) Dolly probably gets like four shout outs a year from me. But um, no, I would not even have Eating While Broke if it wasn't for my relationship with Dolly. I mean, it was coincidental how everything fell into place. Um, But like you, I'm the type that's like, I have this idea. You know, I got to piece it together Mm. and pull it together and I don't always have the full plan, I just know if I take a baby step every week in the right direction, right, right. things fall into place. Exactly. I think God's just like, you know what uh yeah uh it's, it's yeah, it, let's it, throw her it, bone it. it's it's time she struggled uh, enough, but yeah, but what's your long play? I know my long play is like I would love to do like I didn't even know I liked interviewing or doing this type of work. It was kind of coincidental. I just loved my concept of eating while broke. So my long-term play would be like, I would love to be like a Trevor Noah level. Mm. I'm a huge fan of his, but I would love to do that. Am I anywhere close to that? No.
3: Says who? That's the thing you gotta accept, says who? It's all,
7: You remember how you were just talking about relationships and- But look,
3: the the day before Trevor Noah became Trevor Noah, Mm -hmm. the the Trevor Noah we're looking at, Mm -hmm. did he know that that was gonna happen? No, but he was working at
7: it for a while. As long a lot as longer work, than me, long, yeah. It
3: don't matter as long yeah. as you're working. What I've learned is it don't matter how long you're working at as long as you're good. It don't matter. It don't. A lot of people look at me and be like, yo, Mouse, you came up quick. That year and a half to some people is is quick. To me, that year and a half of sitting on that couch, eating this, going, yo, it was so bad. It was so bad. This is when, like, you know Uber was king, and you know it wasn't. I don't even think Lyft was out yet. It was just Uber, and I remember I had to time the light rail, which is the train that takes you from you know the PATH train, which takes you, which is the train that takes you from New York to Jersey. Mm-hmm. Then you'd have to get on light rail. I didn't have no money for Uber, so that's how I got really indoctrinated in the podcast and then learning things and and you know just learning certain things about podcasting specifically. Because I knew I had an hour, and one minute walk from the oh, jur- wow. from Journal Square to my brother's house. Because mm-hmm. I would get, I would always get, I would always get back to Jersey too late, to get the light rail. Mm-hmm. So I would have to walk. Cause I ain't have no money for no Uber. You would walk it. I would walk.
7: And then what were you doing on those walks? Listening Learned, to podcasts. Listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Wow.
3: Listening to podcasts. Listening to audio books. Um. Listening to music.
7: So did you put together the guys next door? Or was So it?
3: the guy next door is actually uh super interesting. So the guy next door came because whenever me, Mac, and Ryan would be outside, mm-hmm. we'd have these conversations that would like bring everybody in. Like me and Mac and Ryan or whoever we we'd be having our conversation, and then like one person come over, and then like two people come over, both people come. Over. Next thing you know, everybody,
2: no, what? I can't believe it. Why you think <laughs> like that? Oh, I didn't
3: think of
5: that like that. Mm.
3: So I remember um uh I don't it, it was Ryan I, I I credit to Ryan um Mac might get mad but I credit to Ryan Ryan was like yo we should do a podcast and I remember sitting there at the table I I just kind of brushed it off cuz like I'm already doing a podcast bro and at the time um we had just uh you know one of one, I, I should have mentioned this as a milestone if we go back to when I discovered podcast and those first three podcasts were all on loudspeaker network Rest in peace mm-hmm. Combat Jack shout out to Chris Moreau.
7: I notice you always defend him, so that makes sense.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. OG Reggie, yeah, that's a yeah. fact. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't don't play with him. Mm-hmm. If we went, we wouldn't be saying doing this if it wasn't for OG Reg. There, yeah. There'd be no I'm I'm saying anybody get mad if they want mm-hmm. I don't care. There'd be no black effect, there'd be no uh any of these other black networks, yeah. podcast networks, there'd be none if it wasn't for OG Reg and Loudspeaker Network. Mm-hmm. So I say that because, you know, listening to all these back catalogs of the Read and bringing Idiots and, and listen and listening to Tax and all of that. I said, yo, I'm getting my podcast on. I'm getting my podcast on Loudspeaker. Mm-hmm. He met with me his club got on Loudspeaker Network. Mm-hmm. So I was I was I was comfortable. I was like, nah, I'm not. I'm doing that. And then I ended up getting uh, my first ever industry job writing for T R L. So I was writing for I was writing for T R L. I was comfortable.
7: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm like, I'm making money.
7: And you're but Loudspeaker wasn't signing like an exclusive because I know with us, well at least for my deal, mm-hmm. I can't do I can't be a host of another
3: show. Of like another cooking show.
7: I thought it was just another show, period. I'll re look at, really look at my yeah, contract. Just, you can't
3: be a host of another cooking show, I don't think. Okay. But no, um, I was just comfortable, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I was just fine. When they said let's do another podcast, I was like, people do that? You could do multiple podcasts? That's and, what I'd be scared of. But then you've yeah. seen the birth of podcasting, right? Yeah. You've seen Crystal. And Fran, who both have different podcasts, mm-hmm. come together and do Insecurity mm-hmm. for HBO. And you've seen, you know, uh, uh, Schultz. You know, shout out to Schultz. You see Schultz, he has no flagrant, and he has Burden idiots. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you see this. It's this yeah, thing. Yeah. Because podcasting is, be, is such a market space that you can do. It's like Multiple, TV. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're not going to tell me I can't do this and then go over here and do this. Yeah. Like, boom, I'm, I'm going to do TV, I'm going to do movie, I'm going to do all this. Yeah. Um. So... Matt, so Ryan and Matt came. Ryan sat at the table. I didn't say nothing about it. And then they called me and was like, yo, we really you know, need you to come on board with this. Um, I was like, hey, you all my brothers. Let's do it. And then you know, we at the time, we just had an idea. And I was like, give me. I, I can't work without a name.
4: Mm-hmm. That's just
3: my thing. I can't work any idea without a name. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, just give me a day or two and we'll figure out this name. I was like, yo, guy's next door. Like, you know, I like it. you got yeah. the girls next door and you know, the guys next door. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not that there's a pocket. I was just like, in my mind, I was just playing yeah. on that. I was like, hey, like the guy next door.
9: Mm-hmm. You know
3: what I mean? And uh, that was 2018. And we released it in 2019 and have been going ever since.
7: Yeah. Do you feel like the pandemic uh, impacted you at Ooh. all?
3: It shut everything down.
7: But as a podcaster, you were already in it.
3: Oh, um, as a podcaster, uh, what, what, what didn't you say it,
7: it impacted you in a in a good way?
3: Or? Yeah, because I was able to get better at speaking mm-hmm. to nobody, but speaking to everybody at the same time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you had to figure it out. Were you gonna mm-hmm. just sit there? You know what I mean? Over the pandemic, I was doing. You know, I had came up with a news show. I was doing quarantine nightly every night. Just to keep me busy. And it was, you know, it put some money in my pocket. And it got people used to hear me in a different space than just talking about mm-hmm. lifestyle and the culture. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, hearing me talk about these news topics. Because at the end of the day, you ask me what my end goal is. The end goal is Good Morning America. Oh. That's the end goal. Okay. Yeah, that's, a good, that's, the, end so that's the end goal. That's the end goal. That's the end goal. Okay. What I, that's what I come outside every morning for. To take one step further to Good Morning America. That's the, that's the end goal right there.
7: So I like I wanna, that
3: goal for you. Yeah. So I just, you know, and it's not to replace anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to be on there with Michael Strahan mm-hmm. and show people that there's the Michael Strahan and then there's Mouse Jones mm-hmm. and we coexist and, you know, you don't have to, I don't got to be him and he ain't got to be me. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? We gotta, I get, it gets so weird how monolithic TV mm-hmm. can make black people. You know, mm-hmm. you either got to be, <laughs> yeah,
7: yeah. Suited or, or like
3: Or then you or you gotta yeah. be yo yo. Yeah. There's no in between. Yeah. Right? And then you try and make everyone be that thing. Mm-hmm. So you got, you know, black guys talk about isn't that lit? Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? That's yeah. not true, my boy. Like yeah. be you. Yeah. So be you so I can be me.
7: Yeah.
3: Oh so, yeah, Good Morning America, that's the goal.
7: I like that goal though. And I like how you I'm gonna eat one of
3: these it. sandwiches on Good Morning America every morning. Just to keep me, I mean, grounded.
7: No, you won't. No, you won't. No, you won't. You said you haven't had that sandwich I haven't had it since, in 2018. I really haven't had it since
3: This is the first time i had a peanut butter and banana sandwich since 2018.
7: The question is, when you leave this studio, are you going to take one to go? Yes. Okay.
3: That long ass flight I was on. We'll
7: see. We'll see. Yes. That long ass
3: flight. Long flight I was on. No food. Nah, no. They didn't,
7: they didn't have food on there?
3: Nothing I could eat. I'm pescatarian, so I couldn't eat oh, none, none of the stuff they had. Oh,
7: oh, okay, okay. So you you went from eating while broke to to yeah, to now, I to now yeah, preferences. Yeah, yeah, I, I noticed preferences. everyone that like once they get more successful, they are either vegan, you're, you're, vegetarian, yeah, or pescatarian. In. They're like, yeah. yo, whatever <laughs> meat we was eating before, kick Take that out. sucker to yeah, the curb. Whatever's
3: you whatever got me to this point, get rid of it.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see I don't see me switching up. Not at all. The only thing that I will say. I guess I'm slowly changing. Is I got rid of red meat.
3: Oh, yeah, red meat.
7: I don't do red meat yeah, at red all. Red meat
3: was going 2010. Yeah. I haven't yeah. eaten pork since 2007. See, I'm
7: not doing that. You didn't
3: stick, stick with the pork? I'm going to stick with the pork. I'm sorry. That's crazy. I'm
7: all about the white meat, okay? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that sounded terrible. I like dark meat, but I'm just saying, like, no, no, red meat. That came out totally terrible. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop, Mouse. Come on. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's wow. crazy. So I have to know. So how did Black Effect get involved since we're on the same? Yeah, thing?
3: Black Effect got involved, man. Um, Charlemagne, since the day um, he's, you know, showed up and been present in my life.
7: You know, when like, did he show up in your life?
3: Uh, I did tax season. I did an episode of Tax Season, and uh, it was so crazy. I did an episode of Tax Season, and Charlamagne had, which just shows you how old, like, even though he was on Twitter, niggas be old.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So, he could have easily just typed in Mouse Jones, and you would have found it, but he ty- he had said something like, yo, shout out to the young brother Mouse Jones on... On, you know, who was just on the tax season podcast. I don't know his at name, but you know, shout out to him. He, he got it. But <laughs> like he, he has a good head on his shoulder. I promise you, I, and my brother will tell you, I was literally sitting on his couch eating a peanut butter and banana sandwich wow. and oatmeal, and my phone just started going crazy. Bing, 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 bing. I'd be ignoring my shit because, you know, I like I'm not somebody that's ran by my phone, I run my phone.
9: Mm-hmm.
3: So I looked. See, and I was like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's probably just whatever. I tweeted earlier. because that was that's what happened. Yeah, I tweet some shit, and then you know people react. So I'm like, whatever. Goes again? Bing! I'm watching it.
7: Bing, mm-hmm. Bing, 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 Bing. I said, what? what? I'm like, damn, I ain't even saying nothing crazy today. And you're eating this peanut butter I'm sandwich. Eating. All right, go on. So I'm like, let me
3: open it, eat it, and it's all my friends and every all my supporters tagging Charlemagne like. His name Mouse Jones t- and put my tag. His name Mouse Jones was oh. stay Mouse Jones, his name Mouse Jones, Jones. So he followed me. And then I wanna say for like a year and a half, I was in his DMs. I was in his I was in his Twitter DMs, like, yo, just give me an opportunity, huh? Oh, all you gotta do is give me an opportunity. And was
7: he responding or no?
3: I mean when he opened his DMs, he got a million followers, like yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But
7: um But I'm just saying you just yeah, took he, that he as an opportunity to like he in. would respond. Mm-hmm.
3: He would be like, all right, I got you. Mm-hmm. All right, I got you. Yeah. I'm also not a very good follow-up person, mm-hmm. so that was like the most tenacious I've ever been. Okay, I'm just like,
8: yo, give me an opportunity, give me. How...
3: Yo, yeah. Yo, like I, I, I'm telling I'm like, yo, you ain't to pay me. I'll show up every day at the radio station to show me what I do. Tell me what I got to do. I love that. And um,
7: so how? So that was what year? Uh,
3: that went, that t- happened 2000. and, This happened. This had to happen in 2016.
7: You don't you don't think it's interesting that your brother had said, I could see you doing something like a oh, Charlemagne yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you were at his house eating yeah, this peanut butter sandwich yeah, yeah. when Charlemagne. What was his thought when that happened?
9: He's
3: so like he's one of the most humble people I ever met. So like you'll never know. And he's also super cool. So you'll never know. Like he doesn't get excited except for like us, or, like mm-hmm. the people he love. So, you know, he probably he, he played it cool. He was like I you know what I mean? But also I played it I played it super cool too. Mm-hmm. Like, in my head, in my mind, I was like, in my mind, you know, if you would have asked me uh, three days after that, you would have asked me one of my moms, I was like, Charlamagne following me on Twitter, saying I am <laughs> saying, saying I get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But just looking at back then, it was like, I right, that was a small piece of the puzzle. Because yeah. me and Charlamagne don't even work together until, yeah. fast forward, that was 2016. In my mind, it it seems like forever because I had to live through it. But when you look at the time, I wasn't that long. But that happens. Two thousand sixteen. I'm doing BT. This is after my T. is after I write for TRL. I go to I go. At the time, I got a show on BT. I got a show on Complex. I got two shows on BT. And I got a show on Complex.
9: Mm-hmm.
3: I go do the, BT the BT awards special,
9: mm-hmm.
3: which is like I'm like what me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I watched this. Yeah,
9: yeah. Now
3: I'm doing it. Yeah, I've you're been watching it, right? the BET. Yeah. No, I was just a, a talking head.
7: Okay, okay. I'm and right. I was like, I've been
3: watching this since
9: mm-hmm.
3: it came out. Mm-hmm. But like, okay, cool. I seen it, but I didn't think none of it. I seen on the call sheet that me and Charlamagne was turning over rooms. Mm-hmm. So like, my green room was mine until I was done shooting, and his would be his. Mm-hmm. I ain't think none of it. Going there, do what I do? Everybody love it. I come out, Charlemagne in the room. Like, oh, Mouse, my brother. You know how you do. What's yeah. up? I'm like, what up, Uncle? I've what actually mean?
7: never met him in person. Never? Never. I, I, well, I, I'm going to the Black Oh, so you'll see him.
3: Song. Yeah. He's going to be yeah. super personable. Mm-hmm. So he dashed me up. You know, you got Wax in there, his Hulkin figure. I'm like, you know, shout out to the whole team back then, you know, Paige and all them. And I'm like, uh, cool. You know, we dab each other up. He's like, it's how cool he it is. It's like, this how this is how real of a nigga Charlamagne is. Dashed me up. Now I'm not about to ask you nothing. I've been in your DMs. I already feel away. I ain't say nothing. He mm-hmm. said, "Yo, what you doing?" Like, yeah. dabbed me. I be like, "Hey, yo, what you doing tomorrow?" I ain't doing shit. Like, what's up? He was like, "You wanna do brain idiots?" In my mind, I'm like, "This is what I need. <laughs>
7: this is what
3: I need." And
7: you man. have poker face or are you smile? Poker face. Okay, okay. Poker face. See, I, I'm a, I'm a big. You know,
3: I, like, right? I, I, I was like, I was like, let me check my schedule. I, I should be able to do it. Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, come to the studio, boom, boom.
7: Yeah,
3: I'm broke. No, I lied. I'm not broke at this time. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not where I'm. I'm not where I'm at now. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not broke. Yeah, yeah. But I said to myself, I said, I'm not missing this for nothing.
7: Yeah.
3: I literally go to like the Foot Locker around the corner, mm-hmm. and I buy some like Nike Tech shorts. Mm-hmm. And I hit up one of my homeboys that got a clothing brand. I'm like, yo, oh, bring me a shirt. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going home. Cause I don't I'm a notoriously late person. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, there's no way I'm missing this Oh, you know
7: what? I'm glad we finally figured that out. Did no, you hear that? No, no, that, no, that had nothing to do with
3: today. That had nothing to do with today.
7: Three hours late. Just so you That had know. nothing
3: to do with today. <laughs> I'm
7: sorry. That had nothing to do with today. I don't that know. Was you Delta. Just said you were... I had not that had nothing to do with okay, me. Okay, come on. I do not uh, fly planes. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry for throwing that you under the bus. Tra- no, but, the, but when you said notorious late, no, I was I'm like Okay, like, okay, go on. Let's stay on yeah. topic. I don't want to destroy and you.
3: And so up. I'm like, I, I don't want to be late just and ruin this opportunity.
7: Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cool.
3: So I leave, I book an Airbnb right around the corner from, okay. you know, at the time they was at uh they was in Tribeca, that's where mm-hmm. I was. So oh. I book an book a an Airbnb right around the corner. So I'm early. I'm early to the studio.
9: Mm-hmm.
3: And I'm walking through Power and I'm like, just soaking in. I'm like, I should be doing it. Like
9: yeah, yeah.
3: And then, you know, I did the episode, and people felt how they felt about the episode. Some people loved it. Some people hated me, which is, I want you right down the middle of me. Yeah, I you know, Some people loving me, some people hate me.
7: You got to value both teams. That's what I'm learning in life.
3: So, did that, and it was kind of, you know, that was a huge stamp for me. And then I went on to do Britney. I've done Britney. a shit ton of times since then. Um, You know, shows has been, you know, Charlamagne. I just been around. I've yeah. been around. And um I'm trying to remember. Yeah, man hit me. Was it like coming right out the pandemic, I wanna say. Coming like yeah. right out the pandemic, he hit me and was like, yo, got the show I want you to do. For B- B- Black Impact." Duh. Like
7: <laughs> Where do I sign? I'm like, no.
3: <laughs> like he's, like, you know what I mean? I know people feel how, you know, you can feel how you feel about, mm. you know, loyalty or whatever it may be. At the end of the day, Charlemagne, I call him uncle. I mm-hmm. I look at him like an uncle, like that's very rare. It's gonna be very rare, few and far between times. He say he got an opportunity for me, I'm gonna question it. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, well let me
7: yeah. if he
3: say it, I'm doing it. He's just yeah. one of those people like that. Like in, you know, in my life, in my career, is is it's only, you know, pay dividends. So yeah, uh, the black fact, it was me and Nyla, we we friends in real life. We, you know, love it we love each other and argue with each other all the time about mm-hmm. rap. So it was a perfect storm.
7: Yeah. I don't know if you know... Uh, well, you probably don't know this about me, but I... You was a rapper? Love. Oh. oh. <laughs> I was a rapper? No, I don't know. No. I love rap music. Like, I love it, but I'm like a diehard. I'm like... I'm one of those girls that, like, love the one person, and that's the one person. Right. But um, I have this battle within myself where Jay-Z's my husband. When I say favorite rapper. Yeah,
9: and Drake...
7: No, um, you know, let me let me, finish, let me finish let me finish let me let me finish this. Drake or Jay Z is my favorite rapper, right? Mm-hmm. So I could you know he would be considered like my, 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 my husband, husband yeah. but Drake yeah would have to be my favorite side dude. That's where I'm at when it comes to rap. I, I, I had to I was like dying to have you here because I, I wanted hair. Like I don't
5: analogy.
7: I don't know how else to put it, but basically I listen to Drake so much that I feel like I cheat on Jay Z. That's how it feels. Like, sometimes if I listen to Drake too much, I'm, I feel I'm, like I have to play Jay-Z just I'm, to even it out. I'm
3: the same way. Like, it don't matter what I listen to. Like, and throughout the day, I'm <laughs> listening to a bunch of stuff. I'm listening to RB, I'm listening to Motown. I'm listening to I'm smooth the same. jazz. I'm listening to right, old mm-hmm. jazz. I'm listening to, you know, I'm, I'm listening to a lot of stuff. But if I feel like I've been listening to something too long, I'm like, Let me listen to some hoes. get some
9: hoes
3: <laughs> Some hope in there. So, yeah, I get it. I understand.
7: If you saw in the studio, I have a custom.
3: I, I see, you know I I talk that.
7: about it all the time. Yeah, a good I, I don't know if you, I, I said it on the Cypher Sounds, it's a custom, like, five-foot painting of Jay-Z. It's a rare photo. Yeah. Um, the guy that shot the photo owned Respect Magazine. Yeah. And he, he gave me the, the I saw the picture in it, and I called my mom, who's a portrait artist, and was like, Mom, I'll pay you. And I think I was, like, 27 or something, like 24 and my mom gave me, like, a cheap rate for her daughter, but it was, like, what I could afford. Looking back, it was a great deal. Right. And I paid for this painting, and I had it in New York for, like, five years. And when I bought my house, my mom shipped it. And I finally—it's been on my living room wall forever. My husband was like, we got to get rid of Jay-Z. And I'm like, Jay-Z's not going anywhere. And this was a battle. He's like, we should have family pictures. I'm like, Jay-Z can't nowhere. go anywhere. So I moved Jay-Z into our studio, and it, he looks great.
3: That's a good, like, as soon as I walked in, I said, yeah, I'm good.
7: Yeah. Go <laughs> He's my favorite rapper, but Drake, by far, to me, is just great. But I, for any time I had problems, I leaned into hip-hop, and yeah. that was, like, the thing. And to this day, like, when I'm heavy in my head, the only thing that pulls me out is hip-hop. And, yeah. uh, but I'm not into anybody new, and I feel like I just won't give them a chance. Because I'm just not impressed with any of the new rappers. I mean, but
3: that's cool. You ain't got to. Yeah. You're I'm not impressed. in a space where you have to.
7: Yeah, yeah. But I'm strictly those two. But I guess the analogy you didn't like, but you get what I'm saying. I if I analogy. lean to Drake too much...
3: You got to you gotta come on.
7: I have to make you come sure. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was one of those... You remember when they had... Uh, your car had like six CD players in it or six little... You're not that old? Okay. Well, you know, when cars were playing CDs and you could put more than one CD in the car, I was one of those people that you could put on every one. If you press one, two, three, four, whatever, all of them were Jay-Z and everybody that got in my car would be like, oh my God, is every CD Jay-Z? That's how much of a diehard Jay-Z fan. I'm not even going to lie. Like three months ago, a month ago, I shot my shot for Jay-Z for Eating While Broke. Why Um, wouldn't you? That's what I said. I said, "Look, man, he's a billionaire. How great would it be, Jay Z, a billionaire, self-made, on eating while broke, eating his broke dish? That, that's like and iconic, it's right?" It, and it's gonna happen. They turned me down. They said, "Not right now." But I said, "Hey, they you didn't know, say no, they it'll say be next right time. Yeah,
3: <laughs> not right now. That means right now's coming."
7: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm keep. I'm gonna keep shooting my shot. And you know, the day he does it, my favorite painting will be. Yeah. You know. Yeah, right there. Yeah, and it's a rare photo. Have you seen that? Yeah. with the little Kool Aid.
3: That's so tough. When I seen it, I was seen out there. I was like, Oh, that's tough. Because I was yeah. thinking about, like, I know I wanted that picture like blown up and put in my house. Mm-hmm. So I was like,
7: Oh, oh you seen the picture before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's a very rare picture.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I got um, I recreated that picture on my Instagram, and all my friends were so annoyed.
7: Really? Oh <laughs> my goodness! Yeah. I love that. I want to do that. That's. Recreate awesome. that picture
3: on my Instagram. All my friends were so annoyed. Like, I want to hey, do that. wrong with it. you?
7: I want to recreate. I'm going to be just, I going to do that. I'm sorry. Do steal it. That. Listen, I did
3: it first. This is fine. Yeah. yeah.
7: Well,
3: he did it first. I did it second. I'll, did and first.
7: I'll shout out to, to both y'all. That's all I care about. Okay. Okay. What advice would you give to anyone trying to be in your shoes?
3: they too small. They already they already, they already mine. You have to do your shoes. You mm-hmm. got to walk in your shoes. Um, that's really the best advice I give people. You know what I mean? Like, And perspective. It's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm only lit because you're not where you want to be yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very honest with myself about where I'm at in my state. I'm, I'm in a great position. God has blessed me. But I am nowhere anyone else can't be if they lean into themselves the way I lean into myself. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that separates me from everyone else. That or That's what separates me from the people who I haven't done it yet. I just mm-hmm. leaned into me. Yeah. I didn't go try and be anybody else. Mm-hmm. I didn't go try and... No. My, now, I was influenced by who I was influenced by. can't change that. Yeah, yeah. But... I didn't go try and beat him. I'm me. Yeah. And I lean into me. Yeah. That's all I could do. So you gotta lean into you. That's the only advice, you know, find your voice.
7: In in your craft, what is the hardest thing that you had to lean into? Like, you know how I don't like social media. Mm-hmm. What is that one thing in your lineup where you're like, oh, I hate leaning into? <laughs> I don't think there's anything really, like not even sales, because like I feel like you're an entrepreneur. At the end yeah. of the day, you're an entrepreneur. So I one guess of the that th- is the numbers, sales. the numbers
3: yeah. of it. You know, the numbers and the business of it that mm-hmm. that that does get annoying, and mm-hmm. you know. But I think now that I'm thinking about. It, I think the the question to answer is probably the rejection. I, I I didn't, I wasn't all that familiar with rejection growing up. Like, I've always been a handsome guy. Whatever girl I wanted, I had. If I wanted something, I would and got it. Mm-hmm. Down to, you know, robbing people. If I wanted, I got it. Being in a space where, you know, other people kind of get to say so, it's new to me. So I think but that's... But how
7: are you facing rejection?
3: We talked about before, you know, opportunities I don't get or something may not work the way I wanted it to work, mm-hmm. um, you know, or having a show and it not getting, you know... Maybe the push you thought it deserved, or the views you thought deserved—you know this, this yeah, you this, you don't. This is the industry where you are going to get familiar with rejection.
7: So, so how are you coping with it?
3: Um, keep working, I'm no oh, mind. Let But it fall you, off. oh, that's it. Yeah, I, once, you're once not I had,
7: bumping CDs or calling mom or calling someone. For to what? Like they can't, okay. they can't relate. That must be a guy thing, because I'm like. Not, da, 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 I'm gonna call
3: somebody who can't relate,
7: and then I pop my CDs. <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean, listen, I'm I'm gonna do my self care. You know, yes. I'm listening to my music, mm-hmm. light my candles, mm-hmm. drink my ginger ale. Um, but I'm gonna get back to work. Okay, I'm gonna get back to work. Okay, so yeah, I, but yeah, you, you, I think embracing the rejection or getting used to dealing with rejection is probably the the thing I had on this road that I had to get most comfortable with.
7: I uh, I am naturally a super optimistic person so i fail a lot mm. the name of my company's uh famous failures because mm. i believe in failing forward so i count all my f's so like if you go to the front you'll see f because like great. i i am like yo we got to start falling in love with like rejections right, and failures because right. the more we get the closer we get to a yes but i'm i'm like optimistic to a point where it's you'll be like yo cool. The odds are stacked against you. You still want to proceed? I'm like, "Uh, yeah, why not? (laughs) And then I fall flat every time. I fall so much that my best Mm -hmm. attribute is just getting back up. Yeah, yeah, you got to. Yeah. Yeah. If you go in my bedroom, it's like there's two signs, just integrity and perseverance. And I'm like, yeah, that's something me pretty much. (laughs) That's it. But it's a pleasure to have you. It's about damn time. Even though you served me a dish that was. It's gone. C plus. Hey, look, I'm a eater, and I'm not even going to hate. It was a great, the banana sandwich was great. Oatmeal, you did a fantastic job for someone that has never made it. Um, I literally
3: never made oatmeal before And
7: you came all the way from New York, and you didn't bring me any egg rolls. You didn't ask. I totally forgot. (laughs) I totally forgot. I forgot. (laughs) But um, it's a pleasure to have you. Are you going to be at the Black Effect Festival?
3: No, we got a show in New York that day. On the twenty
7: second,
3: I know. We, and we was actually initially when it was when the first. Mm-hmm. Remember the first date? Mm-hmm. We was trap carrier was a part of it.
9: Mm-hmm.
3: And then you know they switched the dates for whatever reason. So yeah, we got the we got a New York date, and I don't miss New York. I don't miss home games for nothing. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't miss home games for nothing.
7: Okay. Well, I um I go to I always try to tape at least a week in Atlanta now and a week in New York. So I'll be home. Okay. And I'm from there, so hey, you, you like know, I'm and home. you know, um. My little brother is Eagle Wit. He's a stand-up comic in New York.
3: Why does that make sense? So
7: Long hair. Anyways, he's really popping. Like You'll that. see him around. Yeah. Um, but uh, where can everybody catch you?
3: Uh, where can you catch me outside of your mom at Narnia playing? <laughs> uh, you can catch me on social media, Mouse Jones on everything. Uh, that's really it. Mouse Jones on everything. Make sure if you're on YouTube, you catch uh, you. You subscribe to Whit Mouse Jones. My one-on-one interview series. And then, you know, the podcast, Guys Next Door, each and every Monday. The What Hip Hop Question Legend list, also every Monday. And if you really, 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 really want to see me, you want to see how how good I smell in real life, Trap Karaoke. Um, Every weekend, we in a new city. Uh, So, trapkaraoke.com. See you next time we in a city near you.
7: And then just quickly, and then we can let you go. Mm -hmm. Um, Describe for our listeners what Trap Karaoke is.
3: It's the best. It's the best four hours of your life. It's like it's like going to a family reunion, seeing like a bunch of cousins you never met before, but immediately realizing like, oh, we all grew up the same. Oh, we all love this song and we love this song and we sing this song, and we sing this song. It's you know, it's like it's like church for the soul, like mm-hmm. church for the spirit. You know what I mean? You just get up there, you know, uh thirty to forty people get to get on stage in front of a bunch of other black faces and a bunch of people that love the same music. And be a superstar for the night.
7: That's awesome. That's awesome. So hopefully, Lee, I will see y'all at trap karaoke. Yeah, you gotta pop out. You know what I'm saying? I gotta come out. I never you get come to... last week. I don't get to come out the house. I have a minion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a minion. I'm a brand new mom. You you to to border? The trap karaoke. Yeah. Let me don't test don't test my I daughter got, with a good I time. I have a baby section. Are you joking? <laughs> Look, my daughter is like Mac, a really popping uh, toddler, okay? Yeah, She'll be my, up in there like, eh,
3: yeah, eh. let her turn up. My goddaughter, <laughs> um, Max's first daughter, she came to trap karaoke. I'm talking about right after the shots. Shots, babies baby was always. Did they stage. have to wear the headphones? Yeah, and she stuff? had the headphones, yeah. She was in there with the headphones.
7: Don't on. tempt me. I think my daughter would live for that experience, Hop out. okay? But um when are you gonna have one again in LA though?
3: Oh uh, we were just in LA last week, so we probably be
7: You were in LA last I week? Oh I why I just said oh, you come last so week. So mad. Okay. Hey, okay. We did
3: LA in Nashville. You
7: need to like every time LA you come Houston. to LA, just slide in the DM and be like, yo, I'm gonna be in LA. What's well I have up? your
3: number now because before yeah. I did, I t I DM'd you and you you answered two days later and said, I don't <laughs> check my DMs.
7: <laughs> I don't check them that often. <laughs> um All right, well, shout out. Thank you guys for all listening and checking in on Eating While Broke. If you want to check out Mouse Jones Dish. You can also get it in the Eating While Bro Cookbook, slated to come out later this year. Um, peace out. Peace. Hey. For more Eating While Broke from iHeartRadio and The Black Effect, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite
1: shows.